Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. from Grizzly Grapes. Unfortunately, my better my better half is not here, who's already tipsy me, but I am also joined by Justin from the Sunkissed podcast. If you remember from a previous episode in which Emily and I joined. Yes. Uh what yes, thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to be with the Gurps. Um it's 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 honestly a dream come true to be on this show. So well it was a dream come true to be on yours. So I can just retire from podcasting. So. <laughs> well, so can we, except for Emily's not here, so she doesn't have a say. <laughs> My list is complete. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining me today. I really yes, appreciate yes, thank, it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, and for those of you, well, obviously no one else knows except for Emily, but uh, Justin actually reached out and asked if Emily and I were covering the Rittenhouse trial, which I think is probably one of the most polarizing trials of our time. And so, yeah. So if you may find this a little bit sensitive, you probably don't want to listen, but we're going to discuss some vast research that we have been doing over the past few past few days, past few weeks, right? There's been a lot. <laughs> I've seen your notes. There's many. Mine, I think, is probably the second most pages since I did the Everest episode, which was about like 19 pages. So here we are. <laughs> but I guess in... in uh, typical Grizzly Grapes fashion, I guess before we start diving into things, Justin, do you want to introduce yourself and, you know, what you've been working on lately? Yes. So, hi, my name is Justin uh, from Psychist Podcast. Um, I currently live in Florida, but I'm going to give the Gurks an exclusive right now. <laughs> I am moving uh Hopefully within the next couple of weeks. No way. Back in Indiana. So no way. Yes. Um, so yeah. So That's right there is an exclusive. I haven't told anybody. So the Sunkiss podcast will be no more. But what? We'll it will not. Up, but but we'll just come up with a different name. So it's uh, not like this Noe podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the place that sucks podcasts. Oh, no. 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 Um 
No, so yeah, um, that's happening. Um, I'm drunk almost already, so that's <laughs> well. That's, that's in typical fashion. Emily um, and I always are too. Yeah. So, so the last episode we all did, if you listen, it turned to like a three-hour <laughs> like conversation about random stuff. But that's because we were drinking. So this conversation. It's going to be awesome, but I'm going to do my best to kind of stick to the script because this, like I, like she said, it's a very uh, pol- a pol- pol- polarizing subject. And um, I also will give my opinion at the end on certain things. And I, I know some people are not going to agree, but That's I, mean, okay. I, just, I, I just hope people hear me out and understand that I'm sure she might have things that I think definitely about, but I'm going to listen because <laughs> it might, it might change, might change my perspective. So, you know, yeah, um, I mean, this is what's great about this and uh, yeah. I just can't wait to really get into it. Yeah, no, honestly, it's so great having you here. Honestly, if you are, if you have any opinions about this case, someone out there is going to disagree with you. So I think it's perfectly fine to share your opinion. If people disagree, they disagree. They don't have to agree. You know, that's the whole thing about anything that we listen to or like, you know, if we don't like it, we don't have to listen to it. So, (laughs) but I think it's good to have, um, I think it's good to have differing opinions on things. Um, I know, you know, on, on a lot of things I stand a certain way, but especially after doing a bunch of research on this case, um, yeah, I I think it's kind of changed. Dude, the kid's a liar. Yeah, I think I think it's changed some of my perspectives on this case after it did, that. but to me it didn't change the decision and the outcome. Yeah. But no. Nothing as, nothing will change. Uh, that, but as a person and it was just kind of fucked up, but Yeah, it's it's, cool. it's, it's cool. pretty fucked up. <laughs> We're gonna get into it. It's cool. Yep. Yep. But, uh, so, uh, what's new with you? I know it's your show, but I'm going to go ahead and ask, like, what's new? What you drinking? That's well, okay. Honestly. I, and I, honestly, I'm not drinking wine tonight. I know you girls are <laughs> expecting us to drink wine, but, uh, I'm drinking Bell's Oberon. Oh. It's an American wheat beer. I and have not heard probably of that. after I get done with this, I'm going to drink some Plindam and really get gerby. So, you know. <laughs> Fun and flirty, as they say. Yeah, real fun and flirty. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I, you know what? We sometimes break from the GURPS every now and then, but I am sticking to, to tradition and uh, definite tradition because this is one actually I've had on the podcast before. It's, uh, it's a Riesling, which is our favorite type of wine. I think I've had it probably 60% of the time. But it's uh, Red Newt Cellars, which I had before. It's actually from New York. Uh, it's pretty good. I recommended it last time, and I recommend it again. It's not a very old wine. It's from 2019, which is a little I'm a, I'm <laughs> very, as I said, and I'm picky. I'm, I'm going to stick to my hometown wine. Throw what you know. Oliver. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I swear, especially once as I get home and I'm a, able to get my hands on it easier, I'm definitely sending you a couple bottles just so you and can And you're going to have to tell me where to get it for the long uh, term. Well, I might be the plug on that. You know, <laughs> I might have to start just sending it right. through the mail. But, 
I, I don't think you can get it up there. So. No. Uh, after you told me about it, I tried to look for it, and I couldn't find it's it. It's not, yeah. Like, so. like I said, there's only four stores in Florida that carry it, and that's because I brought it in. So oh. it's like I, I bought it for myself. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what, though? It's so nice, though, when you find uh, a kind that you really, really like. Uh, two of my two of my really really good friends. Um, I used to live with them actually in Ireland. They turned me on to this one wine. It's called Bogle, and I had never heard of it before. Well, and then never. they sent it to me for our birthday. And every single time I find it, I buy it. But that's one that I can actually find around here. But this is an old faithful actually now. So this is at the wine store that's closest to me. So I swung by. Earlier today, in preparation of this very recording, and here I am, two glasses deep. <laughs> you know, as long, um, I I love how you and your sister talk, but I was catching up on some episodes, and it was an episode I heard. Your sister was so drunk; she's like, "Who does manifestation?" As oh, yeah. like, <laughs> and you're like, "Protesting." You're Are like, you "Oh yeah." I'm like, uh, people manifest at seven o'clock all the time. I mean, yeah, I was like, my favorite. Yeah, I was so confused with the way you just called her out. You're like, you mean protesting? <laughs> when, like, yeah, man, she must have been really gone on the bottom. Like, uh, yeah, really gone and very much deep into French culture. Um, but uh, my favorite, my favorite yeah, retort with, from that yeah. was when I told her that she need, I will manifest uh, some better English for her, or something like that. Yeah, I, I was, <laughs> I, I laughed my ass off when I heard that. And, uh, yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> you mean protesting? Yeah. And well, <sighs> for people who may not have, and if you haven't, uh, please pause this and go and listen to the Sunkiss podcast. Emily and I were on it. Um, one of my favorite things that I completely forgot about this until you posted it on, um, I think it was Snapchat where it was the, it was all the comments about Conor McGregor. <laughs> um, and also someone, I'll, I'll, I'll have to like find the comments, but it was on the, uh, on the, um, Spr Spricker page. Oh, that's Spricker. where I post. Yeah. That's, that's where I post my podcast. Yeah. And I think you or Emily asked, like, are you calling Connor out? I'm like, look, you know, like, you know, if the guy wants it, <laughs> I'll take him. He can get it. Yeah. Yeah. He can get it. And someone heard that and he's like, you'll get fucking killed. <laughs> oh, no. and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, dude. Maybe I if know. I have plenty we'll of time to train. What I heard, you are a UFC fighter in training with the oh with the bank situation. Oh my god, yes, I coming am. out swinging like <laughs> I know, found out that girl like Amanda Nunes. Yeah, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh much, god. Much respect. That's one of the only females on the planet that scare me. Yeah. Much respect to Amanda, but damn, she got her ass whipped. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, well, I was trying to channel her, and uh, I was trying to fight over some turf. This woman was trying to tell me to go to a different TD bank, and I was like, there's not one for, like, 10 blocks, bitch. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting my money. <laughs> um, my money, and I want it now. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm sorry that I'm invading your home, but that's not your home. But you know. no, I know <laughs> it's so. I swear to God, you are invading your corner. I know. She honestly was in a corner, so it would have been like the ding, 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 and I was in another. So, you know, it's sad, uh, especially back home. I see that a lot, especially after like COVID hit. I, there was more and more homeless and mm. stuff, and uh, it got like, bl- like of course, Bloomington used to have them, but it got to the point to where you had to walk over. Oh on, yeah, on, like trails and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. like for a decent stretch it's just body 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 yeah and yeah and there were a lot like you that's like give me your money like you can try (laughs) you You can try try. yeah i was mad though i didn't have my pepper spray with me that day so sorry uh one thing i wanted to say is today um it's kind of on the subject i feel like it's how people approach you there was this kid I, he may have been our age, a couple of years younger. I don't know. He, he came. Well, he didn't come to me. I was walking out of Walmart, going to my car, going to my next stop. And he said something, but he talked softly. So I kind of turned around to be like, was this guy talking to me? And he's like, hey, man, I'm not trying to like ask you for money or anything. He's like, but like, I just want some food. You know, like, it's like, can, like, can you help me? And I'm like, I don't carry cash, but what we're going to do. We're gonna walk in there. You're you're gonna get what you want, and I'm gonna pay for it. Um, you know, I mean, the, the dude approached me in a polite manner. Yeah, he actually talked to me like a regular person, and uh, you know, today he got like some deli stuff from Walmart, a cup of water. He he want he wanted to get one, but I'm like, hey man, get like two or three for later. You, you, you know, like get yeah. like, get the fluids you want for later. And it's, he's like, bro, are you sure? And I'm like. It's cool, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all right. Yeah. And uh, and he was very nice about the whole thing. And uh, if people just do little things like that, that boosts people's positivity, boosts their energy. And at some point, when when they get on their feet, they're gonna look back at shit like that, and they're gonna help. And if people would oh, just yeah. do that more often, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in. Yeah, no, I think everyone can. Yeah, I think (laughs) I think everyone can remember a time where somebody helped them out at some point in their lives, and you just you don't forget something like that. I think it's kind of like a real pay it forward sort of deal too. And sometimes it just takes that one little thing. Yeah. No, agreed. So. So yeah, I, I I don't know if you can continue, but I just no, feel I think like that was really kind nice. of on you know that was kind of on somewhat the subject about the homeless lady. At the oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's uh, the uplifting story I needed for today. That's great. And I typically like my family will joke around and say that I'm an asshole because <laughs> I talk a lot of shit. But, you know, I'm a big softie. It's like that dog that's all bark, no bite. Yep. And, like, uh, I mean, it's like kind of like a pit bull. I mean, like pit bulls are really soft and cuddly, but they seem kind yeah. of aggressive. Yeah, I don't fight unless I'm paid or unless I'm getting robbed. Unless so. you're going to fight Conor McGregor. <sighs> it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Conor, no, if you're listening. Um, 
Um, no, I mean, it probably won't by the time I get, if, if I did that, by the time I get recognized, he'll be too old. And uh, we'll see. And then but, you'll feel uh, bad about it? I will say, yeah, be, be, well, he's beat up on old people, so why can't I? Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> no, but one fighter, I really just want to, Jake Paul. I really want to oh. piece of Jake Paul. Oh, I mean, there's no way in hell I'd be able to beat him, but a part of me really wants to just fight him because he really just grates. He grates me. If I ever fought him during the fight, I'd be like, this is for the grapes. (laughs) (laughs) But he's fighting in a couple days and he's going to get a shit rock. So who is he? Who is he fighting? I saw something Uh, about that. Actually, He's he's fighting uh, Tyron Woodley again. Uh, Fury's brother pulled out because he's a little bitch. Yeah, I said it. He's a little bitch. <laughs> and he pulled out of the fight. So he, for yeah. some reason, the dude was scared of Jake Paul. And, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, they, just the two of them just really annoy me. Just, they're always looking for clout anywhere they go. I'm like, okay, I'm just over It, it. works, though, because I will say they're smart businessmen. Mm-hmm. They, they know they're the flavor of the year or two. Like they're they're not going to be this popular forever. So you, you know, like <laughs> they're making the best of their situation. That's for sure. They're making more money than we'll ever make in our fucking life. You I know what I mean? Know. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's what makes so, me mad. <laughs> I can't truly just sit here and say they're fucking stupid. These kids are smart. No, they're smart. I'll give him that. I just want to punch him in the fucking face. Yeah. That's it. They just annoy the hell out of me. And then after I go through Jake, I'll take I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take Big Bro on. All right. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, Jake Paul, right. if you're listening, here we go. Right here. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. Should we? What a way to start off. I know. This has been a very strong start. Um, but I know so we have a lot to cover. if you want to go, because um, you probably got some shit I got in. And because uh, I, I went from the, the order, t- like the timeline, too. Oh, yeah, me so, too. So it goes from the start to the end. So if you want to start, and if it's something that's not brought up, I might say, like, hey, this is, uh, you know what i found so yeah, yeah that's a- this listen this, this is your show i'm gonna let you do <laughs> well you're you're also part of the show too it's a tag team i can't do this all on my own i tried to do it for two episodes and mm, not the best but um what i might actually i might just start with some like background in the situation because we do have not a lot but we do have some international listeners so for people who don't remember these series of events that led up to this fateful day. I might just kind of start off with that. All right. So to start with some background, for those of you who do not remember or do not know, this all starts in the magical year of 2020, possibly the worst year known to human history. Best year of my life. Yep. Worst year, I think, in everyone's life. I would be amazed. The only people I think can who can probably say that this is probably one of the better years of their lives are my two brothers because they both got married in 2020 oh no no no! wait i lie 2021 never mind so they can say it's the worst year of their lives but they both got engaged so maybe not all right so 
This was among the political and racial unrest of 2020. So for those of you who remember, the summer of 2020 saw a sharp ton of protests and unrest. Uh, they'd go by and my ma- apartment and all the time. manifestations. Man- yes. <laughs> shit ton of and, manifestations. Yeah, sh- absolute shit ton of manifestations. The most up, manifestations I've ever seen. <laughs> But on, okay, I shouldn't laugh because it's about to get a little bit dark, but on August 23rd, 2020, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, a 29-year-old black man named Jacob Blake was shot seven times by police officer Rustin Shesky, four times in the back and three times in the side during his arrest on a warrant issued in July for sexual assault and disorderly conduct. He was shot while trying to enter his girlfriend's rented vehicle. As a result of his injuries, Blake was paralyzed from his waist down and required the majority of his bowels to be removed. Police initially claimed they believed he had a knife. However, onlookers disputed these allegations. He was also, if you watch the video, which is also really disturbing, he's like walking around the vehicle to enter it and then he's shot. So this sparked nationwide outrage and protests began shortly after the incident in many cities, especially in Kenosha. However, what began as a peaceful protest against racial injustice that lasted the majority of August 24th turned into unrest and chaos in the evening and led to Kenosha County declaring a state of emergency by August 25th as state and private property sustained damage even a dump truck being set alight, as well as other vehicles and small businesses and big businesses alike. A curfew was set in place for 8 p.m., which effectively, honestly, in my opinion, does nothing. I don't know why they set curfews. Yeah, because everyone's going to break them. It's like kids. When you kill, when you kill, when when you tell kids can't do something, they're going to fucking do it. Oh, yeah. People are going to be like, oh, 8 p.m. curfew. Watch me. Watch me out to be till 9. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, fuck you, worlds. I'm being rebellious. So on the 24th as well, a citizen militia organization created an event page on Facebook aptly named Armed Citizens Protect Our Lives and Property. This group hosted gatherings of members around Kenosha, which led to some confusion among law enforcement. So some there's some videos too where like police officers are thanking these people, but then the sheriff came out and stated that it complicated the situation. So I don't know. It maybe goes either way. But the group was removed two days later on August 26th. And I think it may be after this whole incident. So on August 25th, this is where this story uh, takes a turn. At around 11.45 p.m. in Kenosha, 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse shot and killed two people and injured a third with a semi-automatic AR-15-style rifle on Sheridan Road in Kenosha. Anything you else to add? I have a lot more detail. What I, all that I got about that basics was that Kyle Rittenhouse said that he went to Kenosha, Wisconsin to defend a car dealership during protests against police brutality in August of 2020. 
He was not there to defend the grandparents' gas station as a viral social media post falsely claims he was not related to the family that owned the car dealership. So the whole reason why this dude went down there was just bullshit. Yeah, actually, I have um, I have a little bit like more leading up to like his reasoning there, and it kind of correlates with what you're saying too. Yeah, and and as I go more into notes, I go more. I go. I get more into him shooting the people, and yeah, okay, why he was there. But um, that was just that's the, probably a little bit better than me. Yeah. So mine, mine's a little heavy on the events leading up. But I'll just start with a little bit more background on Kyle Rittenhouse. So he is not a Kenosha native. I know a lot of people no. in the U.S. know that. He is from Antioch, Illinois, which is a roughly, it's roughly a 30 minute drive across the border to Kenosha, Wisconsin. He Um, does have- Which is like four hours, five, six, about four to six hour drive from where I grew up. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I I didn't know that. Indiana's right there, you know? Yeah. So it's like four to six hours. (laughs) Why do I always forget that? (laughs) Because I'm in Florida. I mean, well, yeah, but also I just, I forget about like the, the- relation of indiana to other places too i mean people forget that about maine what's one thing i'll say and it's sad but it's true and i don't agree with it so i'm just gonna state this it's not uncommon for kids his age to have guns like that Mm -hmm. like parents for some reason in that area that mid that midwestern like area think uh Guns are okay. What's the are like? I, I I don't think guns kill people. I think people kill people. But yeah, I, there should be some regulations on this. That's it. But it's very common in every household to have an AR or an AK or just something you don't fucking need. Yeah, I mean, so I can totally relate because in Maine, um, in Maine it's similar. A lot of a lot of people, especially when you start driving up north, own guns. So I actually, I used to, <laughs> I used to date this guy, and I mean, he was a self-described redneck, so he wouldn't take any offense if I described yeah. like that. But yeah, uh, there's a picture of me that I believe his family probably has somewhere where I am holding two rifles in a ghillie suit. So I mean, like it's a pretty, it, it's a pretty common thing. And I was, I was 16 at the time. So you didn't know any better. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, guns are, are cool. So, yeah. I mean, people are just idiots. But, but yeah, so. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> yes. So he actually did have connections to Kenosha. So I know a lot of people are like, he drove across state lines. Yes, he did. He drove 30 minutes. And I'll get into why it was also bad for a different reason. But he had, so his father actually lived in Kenosha. And he had a friend there who um, is his uh, 20-year-old friend named Dominic Black. Uh, Yeah, and he tried to claim he had more family there, which was not the case. Yeah, yeah. He did have a few connections, but not... But it wasn't as deep as he made. Yeah, yeah. He said he spent a lot more significant amount of time there. And, like, he would spend some time with his friend, but not necessarily in Kenosha all the time. And he actually drove there without a driver's license after he finished work. He didn't have a driver's so license. Oh, Midwest. I, I, I did that for years. What? You didn't have a driver's license? I got mine at 16 because I needed it for work. Um, my parents didn't think it was important for me to have a license oh, yeah. when I was younger. So, yeah. No, but yeah, I mean. But I grew up in a small town, so, like, no one, like, the cops knew all of us. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. wasn't, like, it's it's hard to explain. But yeah, for, like, two years, I didn't have a license on my drugs. So, I guess, like, unless you're causing problems, it doesn't really matter. But that's insane to me. I, I, is that, a like, a truly Midwestern thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, kids, right. kids are, like, driving around the back roads at, like, 12, 13 years old in their parents' cars. Oh my god, I'd crash it. I was so terrified the first time I drove. Uh, well, probably because I'm not, well, Maine's, Maine's small. I can't say that we have really, truly any cities, but I was from a what what's technically a suburb of the largest city in Maine. So driving in general is just a little bit scary. So, cut, cut. Oh, sorry. I completely forgot for a hot second. So Rittenhouse had previously participated in a local firefighter cadet program in his hometown until up to the shooting. He had also shared on social media that he was a supporter of the Blue Lives Matter movement. Three months prior to the protests, Rittenhouse's friend Dominic Black had purchased the same semi-automatic rifle that he carried on the night he killed two people. Rittenhouse was legally too young to purchase a gun in Wisconsin, and so Black gifted it to him, but kept it at his stepfather's house in a gun safe, which uh, Rittenhouse actually admitted to using several times when they drive upstate to go, like, shooting in, like, a gravel pit, which I get because I used to shoot in a sand pit. It's crazy, though. He didn't have the gun on him when he crossed state yeah yeah because it was all his friends yeah which is funny too because i have heard from so many people like wow he took this gun across state lines but no he actually so he actually had driven there to spend the night with his friend after uh after work and his friend they had no intention of using the guns but okay yeah okay well initially but on the morning of the 25th the duo went to survey the damage in Kenosha. There, they you don't came. carry a gun unless you plan on using it. Um, I agree, but we're getting there. Don't you? <laughs> so, <laughs> there they came across the owner of a local dealership, Car Source, who had one location sustain heavy damage the night prior. So Kyle actually told this guy that he was going to come back and protect their other properties, and texted him to ask him for the address. 
you know, like the gas station, right? Like you went to the gas station and yeah. sat there for a bit. Yeah, like, and after they were pushing people away from the area, like, he still went to the gas station, and this is where everything ignited, so. But, um, so Dominic Black's stepfather had left the guns out of the safe due to the unrest, and so Rittenhouse took the gun that Black had purchased for him and brought it along with some basic medical supplies out with him later, which... By the way, he is not a medic, but he was telling people he was a medic. He was 17 and in a firefighter cadet program. He had no formal training. Only thing he probably knew how to do was basic CPR. Mm-hmm. That's well, it. He, he said, like, I think it was one of the only times he ever had to, like, help somebody was help bandage their finger, which got caught. So he basically just used gauze and some medical tape. But he was walking around telling people he was a medic. With the gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, the in the videos that you watch, like, he's like, who needs a medic? Medic. And then, like, he admits that he was telling people he was a medic. So, kind of going on what he was saying about the different properties, one of the claims was, until I watched the trial for myself, I didn't know the gas station where it all started, where Kyle stayed up until they started attacking him, his own... By his grandparents. They came on to his property to attack him. But the fact is, this is false. And Rittenhouse testified that he had seen videos on social media showing destruction of property at Car Source, a dealership in Kenesha. During protests on the evening of August 24th, the following day, he had gone to Kenesha and volunteered to help watch over the business, he said. And like you said, uh, two brothers whose family-owned car source testified that they didn't ask Rittenhouse or anyone else to guard the business, but they didn't ask volunteers to leave either. Regardless, the dealership is not owned by Rittenhouse's grandparents. It is owned by the... Uh, <laughs> can't pronounce it. Uh, family, <laughs> according to the testimony and property records, at one point of the evening of August 25th, Rittenhouse left car source and walked down to the street in effort, he said, to see if anyone needed medical help. He ended up at a gas station called the Ultimate Convenience Center for a short time. The business is not owned by Rittenhouse's grandparents either. According to Kenesha County property records, it's owned by the Lean, Lean Property LLC, which according to Wisconsin Incorporation records, it's run by the run by the the, I can't pronounce that name <laughs> That's either. okay. So, Even in the trial, they only say, like, oh, the, the owner that approached you, his name was Sam or something. Sam, Sal, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, according to his account, Rittenhouse volunteered to guard car source and spend some time at the gas station. Neither of those establishments is owned by his family, and according to his testimony, he never claimed that they were. But the claim is, I didn't know that, oh, hold on, I'm going too far. No, it's okay. So I'm stop right there. That's Boom. okay. We'll get there. Yes. Because also on the car source, like uh, on that dealership um, point. Uh, so Rittenhouse actually he he was he reported that he along with his friend Dominic Black had cleared up graffiti prior uh, prior to heading over to the dealership later on Bullshit. for the purposes of where he said he was going to defend the property. But also he said he was going to again on the medic. 
aspect of things. He said that he was going to provide assistance to anyone injured. He actually had testified, or not testified, excuse me, in a video, um, because there was um, there were several media sources there, and in one interview, they were asking him what he was doing there, and he said it was his job. I'm not even joking, quote-unquote job. Yeah, yeah, what's, um, when we get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly, to protect the business and provide medical care. But again, he's only 17 years old and not a professional. Yeah, which is uh, a bit strange. So... Just a bit, that's a lot of strange. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is it okay if we start getting into the shootings now? Or? So, yeah, because I, I, I don't know where you're going into, but I stopped myself. Mm-hmm. I was about to go into the part of Rosenbaum? the dumpster that was oh, on fire. Oh, the dumpster, yep. No, that's yes. that's good because I, I did not write about that in my notes. So, okay. So, um, a claim is I didn't know that Kyle put out a dumpster fire that was being rolled down the gas station to blow up with all the people around. But the fact is, Mark Richards, uh, the, the lead lawyer of Kyle, played a video at the trial, showed a crowd surrounding a dumpster on fire near the gas station. The video also shows a man with the fire extinguisher putting it out. But the man is not Kyle. And Richards doesn't say that it is. Rather, both he and Kyle said that Kyle had gotten a fire extinguisher from another unnamed person at the gas station and then headed to Car Source Park a lot with it, where he un- where he understood there were burning vehicles. Neither of them claimed that Kyle put out a dumpster fire <laughs> that was being rolled down to the gas station to blow up. However, Kyle did testify during cross-examination that he retrieved the dumpster that had been taken from car source and set on fire although he didn't say that he had the fire the he had the ex, he had to extinguish the fire um hold on no 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 i'm drunk no, no, okay. um i didn't know <laughs> me too and then the claim was i didn't oh hold on i think are you going to get into the police how they were like no we never said for him to help us yes okay well, so i mean I'm like let you well he, he claimed that the ass, but he was like, no, nah, we never did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a journalist, Richard McGinnis or Richie McGinnis, depending on which source you read. Obviously, Richie is a nickname for Richard. <laughs> so if you can't, no um, if you can't put two and two together, it's the same guy. But uh, he had been a witness as well to these events. So he saw... Okay, so he saw uh, a man named Joseph Rosenbaum. He was a 36-year-old man named Joseph Rosenbaum chasing Rittenhouse in an attempt uh, and also attempting to take away his rifle. So Joseph Rosenbaum had at one point chased Rittenhouse into a parking lot. And Rosenbaum does have a troubled troubled past. I heard some people like bringing up his jail time and things like that. I know that they brought it up during the trial. But some were false claims on how bad his rap sheet was. Yeah, yeah. But he, so they were saying he had a past, like a past of well, mental pa- Being a pedophile and stuff, which yeah. is not the case from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. But they, they do talk about his mental health issues, and he had actually been discharged from the hospital that day. Um, he still had a plastic bag full of his own belongings from when he had been discharged, and he was unable to pick up his medications, 
we'll get into we'll get into the that one video that the jury deliberated on for 46 minutes too <laughs> but so in one part of the the video rosenbaum throws the plastic bag of his belongings at rittenhouse he misses Another armed civilian close by named Joshua Zeminski fired a shot into this into the air at this moment, which I think probably worsened things because Richard McGinnis, the journalist, reports that he saw um, after this that Rittenhouse turned and shot Rosenbaum four times at close range, which proved to be fatal. And Rosenbaum Rosenbaum was unarmed. Other than a, a fucking plastic bag, he was unarmed. Yeah, there's a lot of shit, and I gotta scroll down for that nonsense. But uh, yeah, the whole <sighs> the no, plastic blood, bag, blood boiling, blood boiling. Yeah. Also, I mean, Rittenhouse also says that at one point that he thinks that Rosenbaum is holding a chain, but he also the 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 prosecution kind of pokes holes in this by saying uh, Rosenbaum had made threats to him earlier on in the night and he saw this plastic bag, but still uh, Rittenhouse was like, oh yeah, that's the same guy who is chasing me. And he still had his plastic bag. (laughs) So Rittenhouse was saying he thought that Rosenbaum had a chain, but all he saw on him was a plastic bag. He didn't know the contents and the the uh, prosecution, Jesus Christ was trying to poke holes in his uh, testimony, because he said that Rosenbaum was threatening him. And no, he, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to my notes because I think I had something no, about that. Yeah, yeah. So he, he said that Rosenbaum threatened him like twice. But one time he was wearing a red shirt. The second time he had a shirt off. And so at this point, Rittenhouse said he thought he had a chain. No, he was actually unarmed. And... um. Just the fact, like an actual forensic pathologist testified that, yeah, Rosenbaum was shot close range and uh, a few of the shots. So the first two were in his groin and thigh. But as he turned away from Rittenhouse, he was shot in the head and the back. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, which is brutal, yeah. just brutal. Shooting someone four times seems overkill to me. Especially with the weapon he had. Oh, yeah, an AR-15. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I joke around. I'm like, well, he, like this is like getting hit with a double-barrel shotgun. Yeah. You know, like, this is a... But an AR, though, that's just... That's, like... So, I had a friend... Not to go completely off topic, but no, he no, committed no. suicide years ago, oh, and he used an, a, an, a, an AR to do it. Oh my god! And, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I don't know how he passed him up as well as he did, but uh, yeah, those weapons leave in the entry holes. You guys can't see. It's like this big. It's big. It's really and big. the exit hole is. Yeah, it's, it's bit huge. So it's uh, it's huge. The fact that you have to shoot you, you don't have to shoot someone four times with that gun. Yeah, especially um, I know they Close get into range like that. Yeah, and I know that they get into the the ammo that he was using too. It wasn't. I mean, like it wasn't hollow points, but it was. Um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Spiral? No, not spiral. Um, so while she's doing that, I mentioned earlier about the police situation, how he tried to claim that the police asked him for help. But that wasn't the case. The police told everyone to go home and mind their business. At the time, our focus was on life and not property, said uh, the, the sheriff or the captain, uh, whoever Viola is. Uh, yeah, so that's one thing I thought that was in, in, in interesting about this. Okay, I found it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was a full metal jacket. It wasn't a, um, it wasn't a hollow point. Yeah, uh, so he... Which, uh, usually exits... The, the body uh, that it enters, so... So, what's what's crazy is that the claim about all this was, like, I didn't know that someone knocked Kyle down twice and then attempted to kick him with lethal force to the head, but the fact is, after Kyle had shot Joseph, the first man to die that night, by his standard shouting, get his ass, get him, as Kyle testified... Which, after the video was brought into court, it seemed that he was telling the truth on that account. Um, and then the other claim was, I didn't know that, that Huber had hit him in the head twice with the skateboard. But the fact, as registered above, Kyle was hit twice with the skateboard. And then after Kyle had shot uh, Joseph, was the second man killed by Kyle. Yeah. He was so, shot once straight yeah. to the chest, close range. And, Which yeah, and so he was killed like, instantly. Yeah, and and he was also unarmed, other than the skateboard. But yet, you just watch someone shoot a person. So how? Yeah. Here's the thing: I don't know how I would react in this situation. Facts. I I've never been around it. Oh don't my want god! To be. Yeah. You, you know so. Yeah. But yet, if I see someone just shoot people, yeah, I might say get it. Like we I'm need think to that get that's an active shooter. Like that's somebody we, who's like actually actively attacking. We need to come together. There's more of us than him, and yeah. we need to just take care of this situation. We not by killing the kid, but he can't shoot all of him. us. Yeah, he can't let's, shoot all of us. Yeah, you know? let's get so, this rifle away from him. And yeah, let's save, let's get this rifle from the kid, and let's just you know focus on. Tomorrow, basically. Let's just get this done and let the police deal with it how they want to deal with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, agreed. And then, so, the next guy, and this is the last, the 
last of the eight shots fired by Rittenhouse. This was a man named Gage, and I looked up how to pronounce this guy's last name, and I'm going to butcher it. Grosskreutz, Grosskreutz, he identified himself as a medic, and this is a guy who actually had professional training as a medic, Um, but yeah, he he did not approach with any of his medical supplies. He was just running to where he thought the source of the shots were to help whoever it was as immediately as he could. And he approached with a handgun. So he had a handgun in his right hand. And he took one step forward towards Rittenhouse. And Rittenhouse shot at him and wounded him in the right arm. But he went running away calling for a medic because obviously there was uh, who uh, Hubber. And then there was himself that needed medical attention. He just got shot in the right arm with an AR-15. And so Rittenhouse uh, jogs down the street with his hands up towards the police at this point. Police move in his direction, but tell him to get out of the way because they didn't realize he was the guy who was shooting people. They just saw a few people on the ground up ahead that were gravely wounded. And Rittenhouse was able to return home with his mom and then later on turned himself turned himself in yeah, yeah into the Antioch Police Department in Illinois yeah in Illinois so he he so, managed to drive all the way back home without any anyone catching him Jesus Christ great job police department yeah that's me sar- sarcastically no proud, I know. By the way. It's just like, and it's weird too, because like people were obviously calling after him, being like, that guy just shot someone, but they're all in armored cars and they're just advancing. And then they're yelling at this kid to get out of the way, like thinking nothing of it. But there's two people, three people up ahead who have gunshot wounds. Two of them are dead too. So uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was arrested on and charged with the following. First degree intentional homicide, attempted first degree intentional homicide, first degree reckless homicide, two counts of first degree recklessly endangering safety, unlawful possession of a firearm, and one count of curfew violation. Uh, So, yeah. On November 19th, Wisconsin jury found Kyle, not guilty of two counts of homicide, but one count of attempted homicide. And there are some facts that were relevant to him not being uh, guilty, because as shitty as it was, when you look at it, even though I hate saying this, he he was defending himself. Yeah, legally... I I agree with you. If you look at it from like a legal standpoint, like you can look at it as a human being, uh, you know, like from whatever perspective you want, but with you know, with the law and with like well with Wisconsin state law with like gun possession, with self defense, with the there's no um what's the word I'm looking for? Like you don't need to retreat from a conflict for it to be considered self defense. In Wisconsin, like it, I agree. Yeah, it's uh, what? So, can I ask you a question? Yeah, and, and you can be one hundred percent honest. And I hate looking at it like this, but the first thing I thought 
like after we seen what happened and how the if he was black, do you think he would have been proven innocent on all counts? I don't I'm, know. I'm, it, sadly, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I was just about to say a part of me feels like no. Do I feel like do this, and that's what kind of pisses me off about this. I mean, even um, if it was like a self defense, there's two cart or two count. I can't even talk right now. Jesus Christ, there's two counts. So even if he argued self-defense and there was reasonable doubt for everything else, there's two counts, one of which was, which is a little bit iffy, but like there's uh, a count of curfew violation, which is the only one that can really stand at that point. So he, I, I feel like if he was any other race, he would have gotten charged at least with one count of something. I completely agree because... I don't know if you remember, but the first case that stuck to me in my head that I thought was bullshit years ago, the Trayvon Martin case. Mm-hmm. When you look into that, Zimmerman was as guilty as anybody. But it's, it's sad, and, and you know I'll say it, and, and I might, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I got a gut feeling that if Kyle was black, he would have been guilty because that's yeah. just how the system is with this shit. And I could be wrong. I could. And, yeah. Uh, if I don't the know. role was reversed, I hope if it was a different race, he would have been innocent. Because even though some was iffy, when you look at it, he was defending himself. So yeah. it's not like he was just shooting people to shoot people. But yeah. the kid had intent. Right? And that's, what, that's how they should have looked at it. And uh, the kid had intent. Regardless on what he says, like like I said earlier, you're not going to bring an AR unless you plan on using it. Oh yeah, no. Like, There's I a don't difference think in the people like me or other people that carry handguns because we got permits and yeah, we're legal to it. Just because you never know, and if shit like something like this pops off, yeah, I'm going to be prepared. But I'm not carrying that because. I'm not carrying that with intent. I'm carrying that in case. Oh, yeah. I and hope I never got to use that. That's you know what, what I mean? He was trying to argue, but you don't carry an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle. Not only that, but that just, that, that just brings you with, that brings bad intention to you. Yeah, it And it the, does. the vibes and the energy is going to put everyone on edge. And I'm not shocked what happened happened. Yeah, the um, only way he got away with carrying that was because of a loophole in the law, which makes me so mad. Because you want to know what? He could carry a fucking semi-automatic, but he couldn't carry a handgun. Like, what? And he specifically told an interviewer that he was, he had, uh, was it non-lethal? He had no non-lethal, which means he had, like, no pepper spray, know nothing to to defend whatever he wanted to defend it was just this f-ing rifle okay so a claim i also didn't know that in the state of wisconsin it is legal for kyle to have a gun even at 17 which is why the gun charge was dismissed but the fact was kyle also had been charged with possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18 a misdemeanor, but the charges carried a maximum nine-month prison sentence, but dismissed on November 15th by the judge who oversaw the trial. So from day one, everything was on this kid's side, and it's just, I don't understand. If there's all these laws 
and you're not going to follow them, then why the fuck do we have them? And it's, uh, it's sad. Like, this whole case kind of pissed me off. And I'm not saying the kid is 100% guilty. Like I said five, ten minutes ago, I think when the evidence is provided, even though there was intent at the end of the day, the kid was defending himself. But he should have been charged with something. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's something. As reported, according to court testimony and police records, the rifle that Redhouse used in the shootings had been stored at his friend's house, Dominic Black, and was not with Kyle in the car when he drove himself from his home and uh, from Illinois to, to Kenesha on August 24th of 2020, which we uh, discussed earlier. And I also, let's see, and I didn't know that Gage aimed his gun at Kyle first, which we kind of admitted, but uh, he was the volunteer, and he shot the volunteer. We went into the claim of his friend who, uh-oh, who, um, I guess, is the mirror good? And the mirror is fine. I can't remember how old this mirror is, so if it breaks, it breaks. It's just going to be I wish I had a mirror like that, because I would take fire selfies like everyone does with those mirrors. <laughs> Uh, well, this one has, like, a slight curve to it, so it makes you look like you're in a bit of a fun house. So, <laughs> but, you're not very fire. <laughs> but, I, I, but I would poke my butt out so my butt looked bigger in that case. <laughs> like, ooh, look at my ass. I've been doing, I'm like, Kim squats. Kardashian. I'm not missing my day. <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, <laughs> um, Brazilian butt lifts who? Man. One day. One day. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, so, and another thing that kind of pissed me off about this on both sides, rather it was Fox or CNN or local or whatever, but like the left and right and even the middle, it seemed like everyone was on this kid's side from day one. And that I didn't understand. Why is everyone so quick to say that the kid was innocent when it was brought to trial? And uh, my opinion on this is. For once, even though, like I said, there was intent, I felt like the justice system actually made the right call. Yeah. And I just hope, hope if this happens again in the same scenario, rather it's black, white, orange, green, Martian, alien, whatever. (laughs) I just hope that the same outcome is made because I can't keep watching innocent people be wrong or wrong people get off. And that's... uh, what pisses me off the most and uh, it seems like the system is built in a way and i know some people might not agree with that but it's true um i i have advantages as you have advantages over certain people oh, just because yeah. of how we look and that's yeah. not right um but that's at the end of the day i don't look at people for race i look at them as a man or a woman um and that's how i that's how i base my my opinion and my judgment on people is as a person, how do they treat me? How do they treat others? It's just, it's fucked. And yeah, it, it, this case in particular just brings such an interesting intersection of things. And I, I have to agree with you too, because like if you actually look at the law of it, like Wisconsin state law of it, yeah, he's innocent, but I hope if there's a civil trial, he's going to get spanked, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, so it seems like we agree on some stuff, but, uh, is there anything 
we've kind of covered the facts in the trial to this. Is there anything you want to add in your opinion and whatnot? I mean, I might actually just like dive a little bit into the trial because it's something I find really interesting. Is that okay? Yeah. So in what he was charged with, so obviously in America, you have to be proved. Uh, beyond reasonable doubt that you did X, Y, and Z. So in his case, it was those charges that I had listed earlier. But in Wisconsin law, with self-defense, that is actually something somebody can use. So for anyone who does not know, uh, Wisconsin Wisconsin law allows a person accused of a violent crime that they can use self-defense and affirmative defense to justify their use of force while defending themselves. This is only allowed in cases where a person, quote, reasonably believes that such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm. Wisconsin does not impose, as I had said before, a duty to retreat from conflict prior to the use of force. So, Wisconsin has like some pretty lax rules in regards to self-defense, which is fine. But uh, so criminal code of Wisconsin provides that a person is privileged to intentionally use force against another under the following circumstances. Force is used for the purpose of preventing or terminating what the person reasonably believes to be unlawful interference with his or her person by the other person. And the other person uses only the amount of force that he or she reasonably believes is necessary to prevent or terminate and interfere. So that is a little bit interesting to me because Rosenbaum was shot in the head and back while he was retreating. So that's a little bit excessive. And then also Huber was also unarmed. So I don't think he necessarily needed to kill these people, but it's, it's really difficult to prove otherwise in a court of law. I think there's always going to be reasonable doubt for that. Yeah, 100%. I also didn't know that in the state of Wisconsin, it is legal for Kyle to have a gun, even at 17. This is why the gun charge was dismissed. But the fact was that Kyle also had been charged with possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18, a misdemeanor, but the charge was carried a maximum nine-month prison sentence, was dismissed on November 15th by the judge who oversaw the trial. So, what the fuck? So, apparently, too, which is weird, I don't know how true this is, so if anybody's from Wisconsin and wants to, like, write to me, please do, because I don't know, but they were saying that there's, like, a loophole in the gun laws, too, where he could actually carry a rifle like that because it's it's not short-barreled. Yeah, but still, it's like, why? I know, it's nuts. So he was saying you could carry a rifle, but not like a handgun, which makes no sense to me in the terms of like self-defense. I'm so confused as to why that would be. Yeah, because like, like you said, there was a nine-month prison sentence that he should have served, but as the judge... <sighs> Overseen the trial. You it was dismissed. <laughs> Your dog right now is the cutest thing. But so the the Rittenhouse trial lasted from November first to November nineteenth, twenty twenty one. 
And this is a really interesting expose of like legal, legal, legal anything. (laughs) And also, I feel like the defense, or sorry, excuse me, the prosecution kind of shot themselves in the foot a couple of times because so the prosecution brought up how he was just now telling his side of the story and the judge was like you're like discussing his fifth amendment right to not talk about it so for those of you who don't know the fifth amendment is your right to silence and so the judge like called for everyone to leave the chambers and to take a recess and he basically reamed the prosecution out and there was a couple times in which he did this um but yeah the prosecution to be honest, made it a little bit more difficult. I felt like they should have focused a little bit on what they brought up in their opening statements because they were talking about how there was all this chaos and pandemonium and, you know, aggressive encounters that were caught on video, but nobody else killed anyone that night. It was just Rittenhouse. I mean, he tried to like poke holes in his uh, his story, but to be honest, it's really difficult because Rittenhouse was staying strong. Um, in all his uh, testimony. So it's really, really difficult to prove that he came there for anything else other than to protect himself. And they were definitely trying to prove that he only came to protect property. But again, like, they just, I think they kind of went about it in a really, really sort of bad way. (laughs) 100%. Did you touch upon uh, Wisconsin as like an open carry state? By chance. Is it? Yeah, apparently it's an open carry state where you can just carry guns in public, which is... So, I, I open carry, like, handguns or, like, just gun Because in Indiana, you can walk down the street with an AR. Oh, my God. No questions asked. <laughs> no, I think that's Wisconsin. As I well. mean, like, the police might ask, like, are you, like, intending to use it? But they can't arrest you or, like, really, like question like you know yeah that's always insane to me i think uh i think maine is i don't know that i don't think maine's open carry i think it's like you can have a concealed carry license but i don't think it's open carry i could be wrong on that if somebody wants so you know what's just fucked up let's say i'm in my car okay and i'm just driving to the gas station or kroger or whatever walmart (laughs) i get pulled over if i got 10 ARs in my car. They can't arrest me, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> if I get pulled over and I got a handgun that's not registered to me, I'm going to prison. Wait, so it's one of those things where it's like a loophole for a rifle, but is that because of hunting? I don't know. I, I, I just think it's stupid. That's, I mean, that's what I've heard, like where it's like rifles, you can have whatever. But you can't hunt with an AR. Yeah, no, exactly. And Kyle admitted that too, because he was like, oh, I was originally going to go buy a shotgun, but then I, they weren't selling shotguns. They were all out. And then I saw this AR-15 and I was like, that looks cool. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I don't understand gun laws. I just, I, for the gun I got, I did what I had to do. And uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, I'm, I'm legal. I'm not crazy. I like I said. I hope I never. I never use it. I hope I never. You do. don't shoot geckos in the backyard. Pew 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 pew. Yeah. No, I mean, I. Is it a key. rifle though? Do you shoot geckos? <laughs> no, 
I do want to shoot the duck sometime. I'll be no, honest. ducks are my favorite animal. That but we've talked about up. how they're assholes down here, though. That's, they they are assholes. It's like a mob. It's like a mafia. You know? Like, yeah, they're they're no, but rough. ducks. That's but like sometimes, especially if I'm trying to get to work and they're holding me up, it's like pew pew pew. Pew, pew. Even just like a shot up in the air and like to scare them away, like pew. No, so actually I don't have my gun. I don't have my gun down here because it don't work in Florida. And in Florida uh-huh. you actually gotta take a class. Which I think is smart. Now, in the state of Indiana, you just gotta pay. And that's it. You gotta take no classes, you just do the background check and if you pass it, you're good. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's so wild to me. I don't have so it here. Technically, in New York, it's illegal to carry, in New York City at least, it's illegal to carry pepper spray, which makes me so what? mad. I'm like, how am I supposed to defend myself? Taser? Can you get a little no, taser? No, you can't even, a taser is worse. Like, you can't even have pepper spray, but a taser is definitely like, worse. <laughs> I'm not going to play the gender card, but like, female should have I'm like, what pepper am I spray or a taser. Because there's a lot of creeps out there that might feel fun and flirty, and they're like, hey, I I know this girl. I I know she's fun and flirty. I have been cornered on the subway. I have been, I have had people get up in my face, and by people I mean, like, I wouldn't care if it's somebody that's my size that I can take, but if it's a guy that's like six feet tall, I'm like, shit, I need an advantage. If I was a female in New York, and I'm sure you might do this i wouldn't go out without like my boyfriend if i was i mean not single you know what i mean yeah well i mean like i so for work i mean like i'm out for work all the time so but that's but i you know it's like i mean okay so i carry pepper spray (laughs) and it's technically illegal in new york but i don't know well, I'm, call- I'm calling the police. Uh, I mean, uh, please do, because, like, what are they going to do? Get mad at me for defending myself? <laughs> hey, there's this girl that carries pepper spray. It's hot pink, too, so you can't miss it in my bag. Thank you. Find me, police. <laughs> no, so, I mean, for you, when you and your dude go out, do you feel more comfortable in public, or is it like, you know... Honestly, I never really feel all that unsafe in public. Yeah. I talk about like I talk about all these like nightmare stories all the time, but I there have been only very few times in the past however many years that I've lived here that I have felt unsafe. Um and there's never been a time that I've ever had to use pepper spray. I mean, granted the la- the only one of the the only time I've ever been in some sort of physical alteration, which is the one we were talking about in the beginning, I didn't have my Where'd pepper spray on me. Ron, the Rousey on him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, a bad bitch. I mean, she was smaller. She was, well, she was shorter than me. Um, I wouldn't have felt the need to to use it. So she Was she an old lady? She was like in her 50s, yeah. How dare you? I didn't, How dare I didn't you? like fight or fighter, but I should push How her dare off you me. push someone who can break a hip? How dare you? I know. That's I it, guys. Like, listen, you never you listen know. to the Grizzly Grapes ever again. <laughs> Boycott it. The star of the show. Sorry. She's Emily, ages. The star of the show <laughs> likes to beat up old ladies, so. Which is so. 
Tune over to the Suncast podcast once a week to get all the Gurpy content you want. Yeah, actually, please do. It's probably it's well, I shouldn't say probably. It's definitely better, well produced than the Grizzly Grape podcast. No, no, no. I told you this in the beginning of when we recorded with you, where it's like the audio's better, the uh, this the starting song's better. <laughs> No, our vocals, uh, our vocals just like statistically kind of suck. But uh, you know, I uh, dot, your guys' shit sound, sound sound sounded good when I did my edits, and uh, you know, so it's uh, so I'll kind of just give you a quick. So what I got, this is a sure seventy six MB. I probably mispronounced the fuck out of that, but it is the Mike Joe. Rogan uses in his podcast. Oh. And Michael Jackson, the Thriller album, was recorded with this mic. Are you for real? That's going to be the only reason not, that I would ever not, want to purchase Not the exact mic, but the model. Um, Still, that's going to be the only reason I would ever want. <laughs> Speaking of music, have you listened to Shelby's new song? No. Okay, what is it called? Because I need to listen to it. I'll, uh... If you just look up Shelby Cordell, it's going to be uh, her latest single. It's called, I think it's, for, yeah, Forget You. And she's really expanding her range, and uh, I'm super proud of her. And um, She's really good. Wait. I've listened to a bunch of her songs, and I'm like, this is, I can't, this is this This is her best song yet. Okay. And I can't wait to see it. what else, especially this lane she's going down. I feel like she's finally finding herself as a person in the music and not just trying to experiment. So yeah, this is the most natural and comfortable she's ever sounded. And um, I can't wait to see uh, what comes after this. And if she's listening, which I hope she does, um, I'm super proud and uh, we'll be in touch. And I got some shit I need her to get on. So Yeah, honestly, and um, her music slaps. So. <laughs> me and her do have a song out together. Do you really? Fire. Yeah, <gasps> which fire, one so. uh well it's on Can my soundcloud it? yeah what's your uh, is called, it your soundcloud under your name or uh that's a good question um let me look because i can't yeah let's see um in soundcloud i tell people like you can't really judge my music based on the soundcloud because that's where i put my demos and stuff that won't go on the album like, I mean, to me, the music's good, but it's not, like, the best in terms of, like, it's it's hard to explain. Like, I, I feel like it's better than um, 90% of artists I hear uh, on SoundCloud, and I'm not just trying to... So it's called Even Tide, but my personal favorite on here, if you want to look at the concepts, is the... Is the one on the top is called Hold It Down. And before you listen to it, I gotta explain. I made this in a very depressed time in my life a few years ago. And I was mentally checking out. You, you, you know what I mean? I was ready to go. And um, this song really reflected on what I was doing to my body and myself and how I felt. And, um, yeah, it was a uh, very depressed time, but my best music was made in this time. So, 
we went way off track. Oh my god. So Jesus. But the thing with this is that I love is I love stories and I love journeys. And uh Mm -hmm. I used to be afraid of expressing how I felt about stuff. But then it got to a point of you know what? I don't if if someone hears this and they're concerned, it's cool. Yeah. I don't want them to be concerned because I'm still here. But there's been some songs where I immediately have got like text messages or phone calls from family, like, do you need to talk? I'm like, no. You okay, bro? I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. You know, like I, I said it. I felt better. Um because I've always hit like I got a good poker face when it comes to this stuff. When I wasn't happy, I could front like I was. But as soon as I went home and it was silent and it was just by myself. You and I are like two peas in a pod because nobody ever realized I ever had any issues for a, like until I told them. I drank a lot and I did some other stuff. But I don't. <laughs> and uh, I'm lucky I'm here and uh, I'm blessed to be here. Yeah. And I know I'll never go down that road again. And um, I have my moments, as everyone does, that I struggle with this. I have yeah. my days where it's like, I just. But I that's the beauty when you actually name it and you recognize it is because you can know when you're headed down that way again. And that kind of alone prevents you from ever being in a place so, like that again you know what you know, i mean but now i'm busy i'm too busy to get too deep into my head and i, I feel like that's what's helped this podcast and stuff like that uh, similar i get home and i get back in my regular gym that's gonna help and uh you know there's just a lot of stuff that i did to get myself out of it and i went away from it for a while and maybe that's a part of why i'm going back home because i don't have those resources here mm-hmm. and uh you know We'll see. And um, hopefully I take what I've learned here and bring it back home with the same energy and capitalize on stuff. Yeah. That's that's all you can do. What's what's next in the world of Justin, though? I mean, there's Indiana, but, like, what? This podcast? Like, some more music? What can we look for? So, Justin is a... I'm actually making a movie. What? Yeah. I'm writing a movie. Yeah, I'm writing a movie, and I'm hoping to Is start filming. Is it a horror film. movie? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> it's a fan-made film, so you want to take a guess on Um. Okay, Halloween, right? Yeah, I'm yes. making a Halloween movie. <laughs> and I'm hoping we can start filming in August, July of next year and have it done and with the edits and everything by October. Mm-hmm. And I want it to come out at least a week or two before Halloween ends. So people don't blank, don't accuse me of taking ideas from that movie. Like yeah. this is a continuation of how I would want Halloween ends to end. So it's called Halloween rage as of now. All right. And, um, yeah. Um, I, don't, I can't wait. Uh, I don't think Emily and I told you we used to make horror movies with our family all the time growing up. We loved it, so I'm a huge fan 
I'm a huge fan of horror movies and the making of horror movies and everything. So, yeah. so what's next for the Grinks and you? And- well, I mean, on an easy note, Emily is going to be back later in the week. Uh, she, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she is studying hard. She's still in school and it's hard. And sometimes I forget that because I've been out of school for a while now, but, and then we're doing another episode. I'm very excited about my topic. I don't want to give it away, but I'm not doing, I'm not doing a murder this time, which is, I think all I've ever done except for like two episodes I'm doing like sort of a cryptid, which I'm excited about. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, from there, I will, I mean, like Emily, or she published her book of poetry a couple of months back. So she's still doing some poetry still. But if you haven't checked that out, it's um, Minutes Across These Yellow Nights by Emily Tolman. If you have not checked it or checked it out. It is on Amazon. For me, my biggest project is honestly putting out this podcast. So, <laughs> but it's a great podcast. It really is. And I just get so much joy from doing it. Yeah, and that's the thing to have anything be successful. I know, like I've been making music and shit for years, and no payout, but. At some point, one of these things are going to work out. Like, if you try yeah. <laughs> different things, something's going to work. Yeah. And this podcast and your podcast, you, if people can just tell you love what you do, everything will come in time. And we're young as fuck still, so we still got a long That's true. time. I mean, I still have my day job that I have to focus on. But. Yeah, same. But, like, my job is cake. So, yeah, you got, well, I'm, I'm, I'm acting like this is my podcast. Shit. <laughs> um, I was about to ask if you had any questions or anything, but fucking good. Good, good shit. Good shit, dude. Good shit. Yeah. I, I think that's everything, though. We kind of touched on a lot. <laughs> yeah. And for the Red House case, we're pretty much coming down. Well, yeah, so. If you I guys re- re- remembered it by now, because. Yeah, I mean if you couldn't figure it out by now that he was acquitted on all charges because he argued the self-defense argument uh effectively, uh well I mean you 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 can figure it out pretty easily by Googling it, but yeah, that's what happened. But oh do you have any like do you have any last thoughts on that? Because I know you and I kind of touched upon it, like our feelings, how... No, no, what what I pretty much said, you know, the race card and how the media from day one on every side was on this kid's side kind of made me sick. And uh, um, I think it's bullshit how before we knew the facts, everyone was saying this kid didn't do anything. And I'll be honest, I didn't really touch on it while it was happening just because... It was just so much false information, you know, uh, from the information I've gathered. And I can't, you might make a poll on your Instagram, I'm curious to see. I think he was innocent, and I want to know if anyone disagrees. You got valid points. You got very valid points. But uh, at the end of the day, I feel like that the system did their job, and we really looked into it. And even though it was somewhat provoked and their main intent, 
he was getting attacked before he shot anybody, and um, that's the the that's the deciding factor for me. He it's not like he just went up and shot people randomly. He was attacked before anything, and uh, that's why I feel like the decision was right, even though there was wrong. But no, yeah. no, I know what you mean because like if like we can argue till the end of time about whether or not his, what his intent was going there, whether it was right or wrong for him to go on the streets that night with a fucking AR 15. But the, at the end of the day, legally, you know, with the, the self-defense and all the gun laws and everything, the fact that there was evidence to prove he was acting in self-defense, whether it be that somebody hit him, somebody chased him or pursued him or threatened him verbally, or even, you know, pointed a gun in his direction with a gauge. I mean, like he could. (laughs) Ziggy. She finally spoke. Yeah. Ziggy, Ziggy is, Ziggy has something to say here and she just wants to say it. But what I was saying is, I mean, I don't agree with his reasons of being there with an assault rifle. Um, I don't agree with some of the things he was saying. And it seems like such a waste of human life to kill two people at, you know, like in these circum, like even in any circumstances, like the- those people whatever like i i just feel like people have a right to fair trial a lot of people point to things that they've done in their past as a reason as to why it's not a big deal if they got shot and killed i have to disagree but yeah but i mean like uh, from a legal standpoint i do i I unfortunately have to agree because there's nothing you know like beyond a reasonable doubt like there's nothing to prove that he was not acting in self, that he wasn't acting in self-defense. You know what I mean? But it's just, I don't know. It was just uh, something that, something about this isn't right. Yeah. And I'm not going to go down a wormhole of a different conversation. But <laughs> well, we kind of touched seemed, upon it already, too. It just seemed too convenient for just the media and politics for this to happen. And uh, it's like the George Floyd thing. That happened, COVID happened. And, you know, the president at the time was made to look really bad and all this shit was going on. And to me, it just seemed very convenient for the higher power of politics and media to do this, to get their way. And I kind of had that same feeling about this case just because the media tried to divide again, like they always do. It was super polarizing. And um, it's just, I don't know. I don't feel like it was an accident. I feel like this was planned in a way. And that might be weird to say, but in my head, I know what I mean. Like, Like, this was a way to bring attention to a certain topic and make money and ratings and views make money. And did you hear the rumor? And I don't think it's true. I did 
no research, but there was a rumor that Kyle was trying to sue LeBron James. What? Oh, I mean, like, yeah. I had seen something in the news about uh, some sort of LeBron James controversy. Yeah, uh, for destruction of character and all that. And um, oh LeBron was like, when this first happened, LeBron was like, I hope you get what's coming to you, kid. You, you know what I mean? And Yeah. He was just... I guess the lawsuit was not really filed. It was just a rumor. Yeah. But uh, he, I guess he was very upset about it. Because he, I guess Kyle was a huge Lakers and LeBron fan. And then LeBron comes out. It's like, hey, basically fuck this kid. I hope he gets what he has coming. Oh, no. Like I said, there's this whole thing was just yeah. fucked up. And, uh, Can I just, like, talk one second about something that actually... I it there there shouldn't be anything about this trial that made me laugh, but there was one moment with the prosecution, and I wasn't quite sure where they were going with this other than character defamation with Kyle Rittenhouse, but it still made me laugh so hard because it was so stupid. But they brought up his TikTok uh, profile. And his TikTok account name was Four Doors More Whores. <laughs> that's, that's catchy. And it was like, so he's had something along the lines of like just trying to get famous or something like, or just trying to be famous or something like that. Yeah, the kid's definitely famous. You got your fucking wish, Oh, kid. yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, it's an all around sad case, an all around waste of human life. Not, I shouldn't say waste, but just like a, just a senseless sort of ending to human life. Something that could have been completely avoided, in my opinion. I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but I feel like if he had never showed up that day, no one would have gotten killed that day. Maybe that's no. just me, but. And, uh, no, I think you're 100% right. So that's, uh, but, we'll, but we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. And And uh, two people are dead. And maybe more people would have died. You you know, there's a lot of different scenarios, but uh, I don't think, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad it's behind us. And yeah, like I said uh, earlier, thank you for just having me come on to talk about this. And uh, it seems like we pretty much agreed on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I'm hoping your listeners have the same views. If not, please email her. Yeah, you can email me. Don't email Justin. No, please, or just email me and tell me how stupid I am at the Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at the Sunpod. And that's all I got because I don't like social media. I don't like my Insta. Wait, those are the only two social media outlets you have? Yeah, just email it. Uh, Honestly, Insta. that's ideal. It's like far too much to keep up with. Not only that, but I do pretty good on keeping up on my Instagram on the podcast page. You do, and, uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty much what I want to do. And uh, I, it's been nothing but great so far. And I feel like more people use Instagram now than anything. So Agreed, yeah. It's uh, for me. Twitter is dying. I don't need to read racial comments all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you think I'm stupid or anything, like I said, email me at sunkisspodcast at gmail. 
and go fuck yourself if you think I'm stupid. <laughs> or no, but uh, no, but yeah. So yeah, uh, Sunpod at uh, Instagram, or if you have questions, or if you want to be on the show, or whatever, uh, the Sunkiss Podcast at Gmail. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. Highly would recommend. Ten out of ten would recommend be on the show. And if you don't have a podcast, or don't ask. Or if you were just a random person, don't ask. <laughs> I mean, you can try your luck, but. <laughs> and by when I say random person, if you're not like a doctor, or like if you don't some, have anything something like going, going on going. somewhere, yeah, like don't, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, if you are a random person who lives in the basement with your parents, please email me at the podcast at gmail.com. And I would love to know how your mom cooks her pizza rolls because I already know. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, hot take. Uh, just a real quick about pizza rolls. I actually have a scar on my arm because on the 4th of July this past year, I was eating uh, pizza rolls drunk and I had a piece of hot cheese fall into my arm and it actually burned me to the point where I have a scar on my arm. <laughs> Did you put it in an oven or microwave or air fryer? Uh, oven. So if you're as stupid so. as me, <laughs> email Justin at... <laughs> <laughs> Some kids podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Like, uh, if you got anything you want to add or if you, oh, if yeah. you want to wrap it up, go for uh, it. Well, we have, usually it's so much easier because I make Emily do all the handles, but we are on Twitter and Instagram at Grizzly Grapes. We have a website. It's www.grizzlygrapes.com. We have a Gmail. So if you think I'm dumb. Or if you disagree or have any other tidbits you just like want to send to me, please let me know. It is grizzlygrapes at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, which is patreon-grizzlygrapes. And we also have a merch store. But if you can't find that by now, I'm pretty disappointed because it is on our website. And that's about it. <laughs> oh, and a Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Uh, that That's I kind of the smaller to- ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Facebook group. It's just it's Grizzly Grapes podcast. And then I added from our last episode, I, I just added the stupidest questions on it. It's just like asking people if they are cake or not. But yeah, so you can join that group if you so choose. If not, that's fine. God willing, Justin, we'll have you on this podcast again soon, too. It's so much fun having you. Yeah, and like I told you, if there's any episode, you know, um, that that Emily can't make it, just let me know, and I'll uh, do my research on whatever. And yeah, I'm always down to do this. And uh, yeah, it's always great talking. Always welcome. Uh, Always great talking to you. It's probably besides, and and I and I actually said this in my last podcast. uh, My favorite episode I ever did, obviously, has to be the first one, just because it's like. (laughs) It's just what started it all. The conversation was great. I got to talk about Halloween. Joe is such a great guest, and I have to have him on the show soon because there's a bunch of movies coming out. We've got Texas Chainsaw coming out next year. Uh, you got Scream coming out in January with a fucking pump for um, You know, just a lot of movies coming out, and I want to see how he feels about them. And uh, yeah. that was my favorite. And then I say my second one had to be The Grizzly Grapes. Uh, just because of, like this, it went everywhere. 
but I know. it was good. <laughs> and um, there was a great conversation. And I might once a year, I might have like the like the like the classic archives, and I might repost certain episodes like oh, once a year so as an anniversary. Fun. You know, just to be yeah. like check it out. And you yeah. that the one with you guys will definitely be on it. So. Yeah. yeah, it was so much. It was a stupid amount of fun. <laughs> and, um, so again, yeah, if you so. haven't checked that out yet, please go check out the Sunkiss Pod. It is so good. I've listened to I think all your episodes. Yeah, I think all your episodes at this point. But uh, you know, yeah, this has been fun. So I'm gonna let you do your thing, and uh, yeah. No, I mean that's pretty much it. I always make Emily do the ending with me, so. So what do I gotta do? Well, tell, I just say stay, and then you'd have to say gurpy, and then we just okay. I got back. you. I got all you. Right, all right, ready? let's anyway. do it. Yeah, stay gurpy. Bye. All right, bye bye. <laughs>